0: Today, we are talking to Robert Rose, founder of The Content Advisory, and we discuss cutting through the noise when everyone is fighting for attention, delivering content that builds trust, and the importance of patience when running on a lean budget. All of this right here, right now, on the Modern CTO Podcast. Here we go. This is the Modern CTO Podcast. Generation is pumping you up. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's a good generation, you know.
1: It is. I, it's it's I I I happen to think it's my favorite, but you know, I'm biased that way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, I was talking to somebody about music the other day, and yeah. they were saying, oh, how they like you know m- older music, and I'm and I told them I was like, you know, it's not it's not really about age. It's just it seems every generation has a sound, and so you know you, everything repeats in history, and you can just kind of find the sound that you like, you know.
1: Yeah, I'm, you know, I, if I'm completely honest, the the music today, aside from some of the more I'll call them rock and roll bands, um the sort mm-hmm. of the pop music today really bums me out quite a bit. It's, you know, it just it's so derivative, right? So everything is so derivative. The you ever see have you seen that uh, there's a YouTube video that's um that's going around that talks about the that, oh-ee-oh, oh-ee-oh, you know, the the sort of, that's like in every single pop song these days. Yeah, um, the corporate it,
0: high energy, yeah,
1: yeah. Exactly, right, and it just every, you know, from every Britney Spears to every, you know, whatever it is, whoever the sort of pop star du jour is, it's, it's you know, and if you grew up during the 80s, you know, I mean, you can argue that pop music was, you know, better or worse, but it was at least different.
0: Yeah, like when you when you started I was on like Offspring and some of like the rock stuff and then when the Britneys and some of the poppy stuff started coming out, that was it was just such a such a we had this chain of like vastly different sounds from like you had metal and then you had rock and then you had this pop and they were all you know very different unique sounds. <laughs> uh so what, Chief Troublemaker man, come on, that's yeah. awesome. Best title yeah. ever. <laughs>
1: yes it's one i've had for a little bit
0: and i'm assuming it's self-assigned <laughs>
1: well you know i mean it, it's it's yes it is self-assigned but it's maybe uh it, it's earned how about that
0: <laughs> it's earned oh man are we talking pranks
1: <laughs> no i'm not i'm no i'm not much one for 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 pranks i'm uh i tend to i tend to in in all of the jobs i've ever had and 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 as a consultant which is what I do for a living. Um, I tend to be good at throwing bombs into the middle of the conference room and just sort of, you know, sitting back and watching the, you know, trying to figure out how to, how to put all the pieces back together again. Um, so it, it so, and so I have been called this a, a, a couple of times, but, but then, you know, it just, it seemed like a, a, a cute way to, not call myself a, uh, you know, I mean, you know, you see all the titles these days, the, you know, the ninja this or the, you know, the whatever. And it yeah. was, it was something like at the end of the day, I, I I do marketing and I just refuse to take myself too seriously. You know, I just, uh, it, this is, we're not curing cancer here, right? We're trying to figure out how to, how to persuade people to do stuff. And, uh, you know, ultimately my job is, is, is quite, you know, it's quite a first world challenge. So, um, it, it, you know, I, I'm just not going to, I'm just not going to take myself too seriously.
0: Yeah. And why should you like, as a creative, your brain iterates through multiple perspectives yeah. and sometimes it's right. fun just to throw one out into the world and, and see how people respond. Absolutely.
1: exact That's exactly right. Right. Just to, you know, so if you're gonna, if, you know, if you're gonna do, if you're going to do interesting things, um, you know, which, you know, marketing should be It's what marketing should be all about is doing interesting things that, that, that people find valuable and, and, um, and too many and too many times it's not these days. And so, you know, as you start, uh, as you start doing that, um, it just makes life better. It just makes your, you know, it just makes your life and and your job more interesting about, you know, going to work every day rather than figuring out how to, incrementally get one more seo you know thing
0: oh god (laughs) right i mean it's like that again oh man (laughs) right time to make the donuts (laughs) (laughs) i would get in trouble in middle school specifically i would do what they call i would just state the obvious i would just say things that are obvious to me and sometimes they would be offensive or shocking but they were never not true right (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, we're not arguing not whether wrong. no one arguing's the. no one's saying that this isn't true. They're just saying, I shouldn't be saying it. That's right. That's right. He's not wrong. <laughs> we just don't want the 13 year old to say that. You know? right. Exactly.
1: Or we don't expect the 13 year old to say it.
0: Yeah. I say, why do you want to be a computer engineer? Why do you want to write code? And one of the reasons is, well, I enjoyed it, but I also wanted to make a lot of money. And they're like, yeah why do you want to make a lot of money? And I'm like, because it looks like it sucks being a teacher and they don't make a lot of money.
1: <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's exactly
0: and right. And they didn't like that, you know, parent teacher conference. So, uh, I like your, I was reading some of your propaganda. <laughs> on your, no, I'm just kidding. I was reading some of the, uh, your research. <laughs> it is. I, I it's all, all, it's, marketing all it is. Propaganda. it's all propaganda. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't, you know, I didn't really, I was throwing that term around like really loosely and one day Uh someone's like, do you know what propaganda means? And they created like a spark of doubt and I was like, okay, I'm going to go see what Wikipedia or the internet has to say. And you know, it was a little hard, like a little more harshly worded than I usually (laughs) use it, but I still stick with it. Like I still, I I think it sounds good. Yeah, it's, it's what it is. I mean you know
1: mm-hmm. in varying degree it's not you know it's not we're not trying to overthrow a government or 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 right. be a- or you know, influence the the cultural responses of a populace, but but it's still trying to sell something. You know what I mean? We're yeah. we're still not you know we're still not dealing with facts. You know, marketers. You know, this is something that gets me in trouble all the time. Is, is, is I'll say, you know, marketers. We're not in the business of facts. We're not in the business of what's actually true. We're in the business of what's supposed to be true. And so we're here to sell you, you know, something that is a vision of something that is supposed to be true, not what actually is true.
0: That's exactly right. Yeah. You, you sell like, man, you got me. You may, (laughs) I, I, I get it. Yeah. We're on the same page. The words just escaped me. It's
1: like, you know, the, the example I use all the time is the, you know, you know, is the you know, you see the commercial for the iPad and somebody's flicking their finger and designing a PowerPoint on their iPad and they're putting on their album and then they're editing the music and they're throwing the soundtrack on there. And nobody in the world has ever, ever done that. Nobody does that. Nobody designs their PowerPoint and puts in a soundtrack using their iPad. They just don't do it. That's not true. But of course, it's supposed to be true. And technically, You probably could do that, but nobody does it. It's not what's actually true, but it's, it's, it's the vision of what could be true if you owned this iPad. So that's, and that's marketing and it's in, in, in writ large, that is what marketing is all about.
0: You know, that's the only way, the only true way to move group of people or a product or anything forward is the visualization of what could be.
1: Exactly. I'm telling you a story. I'm all I'm trying to do is tell you a story and change your beliefs.
0: Yeah. And then I liked, you know, story mapping. That's something we do a lot here. We're not even a marketing company. (laughs) We map our stories as like ways to communicate what we want to do, the projects we want to take on. Well, I've,
1: I've stolen that. I've, you know, I I stole that term. I mean, I, I, we, you know, my background being in screenwriting is something that I've, uh, I took that from um but certainly i took it from you know the extreme programming movement of the 90s and certainly what is lean and agile software development these days that that concept of story mapping and moving people through a set of user interfaces is exactly what we're supposed to be doing in marketing
0: ooh that's a nice fresh perspective that's good <laughs> so so i've noticed this sort of or at least it's looked to me like this rise in content and i I got to be honest, I wasn't on the content bandwagon for a long time because I was more yeah. focused on software. And then sure. when I got into an executive role of being a, a CTO, all of a sudden the content is important because it's the way people learn. It's the way to distribute information at, at scale. And so all of a sudden it went from being something that was like, eh to one of the most important things that a business could probably do.
1: Well, you know, as you might expect, I'll, I, I would argue that, right, you know, for that, um, because that's what I do. Um, and, you know, it, it is, I think, the, you know, we have spent our, uh, our adult lives as businesses, you know, so let's call it the last 20 years, um, trying to figure out how to make interruptive advertising and marketing work. And it's just not anymore. And, and so the question becomes, how do you, in a world where everyone is the media, everybody creates content, not just our competitors, but everybody, including our sons, our daughters, us, everybody is part of the media these days. And so the noise is loud and the competition for attention and trust is high how do you actually get someone's attention and hold it to the point where they believe what you're trying to have them believe the propaganda and the question the answer to that is you've got to develop trust and, and really the only way to do that is to deliver value through the content you're creating. And so it has to go beyond a simple sales message or a marketing message or a call to action or something like that. And you've got to be able to deliver content that builds trust and rises above the noise. Otherwise, you just get lost in it. And, and, and so it, you know, I I mean, Seth Godin has said that it's the only marketing that's left really, you know, and I'm not sure about that because I still love advertising and I still love all forms of marketing and advertising, but what I have found is is that companies that really understand this, really understand the the value of creating content that builds an engaged audience truly understand how to differentiate themselves in the marketplace,
0: yeah, so you build trust through education, yeah, happens through around content
1: that's right, you know or inspiration or entertainment or whatever it is. you're just building trust in what I'm trying to you know the propaganda ultimately quote unquote is trying to sell you an approach, right? I want to sell you a better way of doing something. And that better way of doing something maybe quite simply just, you know, having a better mint in your mouth, or it may be quite frankly, building a better generator that's going to, you know, run your fortune 100 business.
0: Yeah. Have you been uh, aware of the Grant Cardone's videos and things like that? Have you come across yeah. him? Oh, you don't yeah. like him? <laughs>
1: I, do, I, I do not. I, Ooh, I, I'm please. not a fan.
0: All right. I want to know. I, I, I'm i interested. I think
1: he, in, in many ways, represents the dark side of of what I think of grabbing attention using content these days. You know, some of the things that I see him doing, you know, look, I, the, I read his book and there are some good things to learn from that book.
0: The 10X book? Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. Um, and I think there's some interesting foundational types of things that, you know, have been talked about in other books, by the way. These are not oh, yeah. terribly original ideas, um, you know, but but the idea of, you know, some of the things that he does in the way that he promotes his event, you know, for example, saying, you know, hey, we just had, you know, right after the hurricane, which was devastating to so many. He had the post hurricane special where, you know, you could get us in. So a lot of the things that he does to rise above the noise, which is simply be controversial for controversy's sake, it really are are they grade on me? They 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 represent to me what the dark side of this idea is of rising above the noise through content, which is being controversial and letting the controversy be that which spreads your message. Um, I, I, you know, in in many ways, it's not. Um, it's not unlike what the guy, this Yiannopoulos guy, does, and so he, you know, he uses he uses the controversy of having very, very, very polarizing opinions to spread to let the let the world spread his brand, and you know, so basically he's they operate both of them operate kind of from the all publicity is good publicity idea, and I don't believe that's true.
0: Yeah, where, where I got lost on it was when he was talking about the haters, that you need more haters. He's like, double your haters, triple your haters. I was like, because they'll talk about you because they hate mm-hmm. you. And I'm like, I'm like, well. <laughs> it, right. It's, I don't, it's, but it's, yeah, that's, that's, that's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, it's,
1: that's exactly right. Now, that doesn't mean you shouldn't have, you know, you shouldn't, you, 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 one of the things that I, that I talk about a lot is the idea of having a distinct point of view on the world and being proud of that point of view to the point where you're going to be wrong for some people. You know, it is not uncommon for me to run across people who think content marketing is a bunch of crap and, uh, you know, and, and I'm selling some sort of, you know, uh, you know, snake oil or, or that sort of thing. And, and I believe in the process and I have a point of view on it and I'm not, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm more than willing to have people disagree with that, or, or, you know, or 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 just not be into it, and, and quite frankly, you know, be a quote unquote hater, and that's okay. But ultimately, I'm not trying to take advantage of creating a false controversial opinion in order to build a hater community that will talk about me. That's what I think <laughs> Cardone does. That I that I truly find distasteful, you know, is using things like the hurricane or, or those kinds of things to create marketing materials, which he knows will create people who will spread it and share it and go, this is disgusting. I can't stand this, et cetera, et cetera, which will get him clicks and will ultimately get him people that might purchase his class or whatever he's selling. That is just, is to me is wrong.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. I like the perspective. Like I find new content all the time and I'm always like, Oh, I want to, I want to know what people think about this person just cause I'm super interested. Right. Yeah. And then also because the, his book came out, you know, and then also Gary V has a book out I think right around now. Yeah,
1: Gary Vee is another another example of this, right? I mean, yeah, I happen to think look, I look at what Gary V is doing and it's not my cup of tea, like what his whole the whole hustle thing and the whole, you know, all of that is not my groove. But at least it's a point of view, and I don't I don't I don't begrudge him all of the wonderful success and attention that he's gotten because he believes it, right? And he believes in that stuff and, and is out there using, Now a lot of people go, oh, Gary V, and they, they have really negative reactions, but I think that's a different, I look at Cardone and, and Gary V in very, very different lenses, right? Gary V is, 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 is out there talking about stuff that he believes in and you might disagree with it. And I, and for me, it's, I don't resonate with it at all, but it's not for me. It's not, it's for the people who really resonate with his message. And I think that's great good luck. God bless. I hope he does well. Cardone's a different story. Those, those guys are, are using negativity and negative energy to draw in their own, you know, sort of nefarious purpose. That truly is propaganda. If you look at that, it
0: Yeah, that. you're actually right. There you go. you living up to the actual definition of the yeah, word, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but the one th- so from Gary Vee, like I, I kind of like to take little, I look to see what's out there. So I understand what's going on in the world. Right. Yeah. And then I find little pieces. I'm always focused on the positive, you know, like I find little pieces. Like, all right, well, I can see where they're coming from, from this point. I can see what's happening from here. Yeah. Um, cause, cause there is something, there's always a little nugget to take away from everyone. Right. Because absolutely.
1: one of the best sale, one of the best sales campaigns I ever heard came from Gary V. It was one of the best marketing campaigns I ever heard in my life came from Gary V. It was amazing. Which one was that He was he talked on a, he was talking about his wine library one time in a speech that I happened to be. I was speaking at the same event so I went, went into the room and, and listened to him talk and he was talking about this campaign he had done with when he was selling wine and how he was using Facebook to target to do micro targeting And he said what he would do is he would write a he would come up with this idea so for example, he wanted to sell, uh, wine to, you know, these, these particular wines. And so he would write a blog post about the top five Princeton graduate favorite wines, right? So, you know, basically the top five wines for Princeton graduates, totally niche, right? Just, I mean, I mean, so micro niche, it's like, wow, that is a blog post that is targeted to a very, very focused set of people. And then he would take that blog post in which he he would write out, you know, of course, the wines that were wonderful for those, you know, for people who graduated Princeton, as an example. And then he would go to Facebook and he would promote that blog post and he would use Facebook's targeting capabilities to target people who live in New Jersey, are graduates of Princeton, and like wine. And then he would sell wine that way he would basically hyper targeting people to go to a blog post in which he was hoping to really get a lot of uh a lot of higher high conversion rates i just thought that was a, a wonderful way to use content and direct advertising to really get hyper hyper focused around you know micro campaigns if you will
0: yeah no the micro campaigns are amazing the facebook target you know what they had some targeting and it's, it's interesting because Uh, Facebook changes, right? It's like you used to be able to target people based on any page they liked or any company, but then they removed some of those abilities where the page had to be a certain size or company had to be a certain size. That's right. So what do you, what's getting you excited these days? What's on your, on your agenda that you're like really pumped about?
1: Well, you know, the, so the, the new book is out of course. And, Mm -hmm. uh, um, and so it's called killing marketing and what has got me sort of out on the, circuit and working with my clients and the thing that I'm sort of spending a lot of time um, with uh, with folks on is this idea of how to scale the idea of building audiences and using um, you know really to the theme of of your show is this this idea of how do I start using first party data in other words my audiences to make my entire business better in other words how do I start using content marketing as a business strategy to use the audience that I'm delivering value to that wants to hear from me, that wants to engage with me and use that data because it's more valuable than that, which I can scrape from just, you know, web visits or whatever, because it's being willingly given to me and use that first party data to make my business better, you know, holistically, right? Whether it be to get better effectiveness, like we were just talking about on an ad media buy or to get better research into kind of the products I should be developing or where I should be selling them. In other words, looking at regionality or those kinds of things, helping to deliver better, you know, customers that stay longer that, that, you know, and really looking at the, the, the different ways that having access to a first party audience that is engaged with the content that I'm creating can provide all kinds of different and holistic value to a business.
0: Yeah, that's a smart thing to be writing about. You—is it like sold out? Oh
1: well, you know, it's just stuff I'm doing. I mean, you know, it's it's so I, I my business is usually I, I I do I do one of three things. I'm writing a lot. I'm teaching mm-hmm. workshops, um, either privately or in public settings. Um, or I'm working on a consulting basis with, with clients and, and probably in, in the reverse order that I just gave it. I do most of my business is consulting with clients and then, uh, secondarily working on public or private workshops where I'm just doing that as an education piece. And then, um, and then, and then thirdly writing, but the book is out. The book is, the book has been out since September. It's called Killing Marketing.
0: Awesome. And did you write that by yourself? or
1: I did not. No, I wrote it with my pal and colleague, uh, Joe Polizzi, who is the founder and, and CEO uh, of the Content Marketing Institute. Um, he has, since the company was acquired last year, um, he has since taken a, a bit of a leave of absence and a bit of a sabbatical. Um, but, uh, and I still maintain, I'm the chief strategy advisor with the, with the content marketing Institute. Um, but yeah, he and I wrote the book together and released it in September of last year.
0: And so what, what's the purpose of the Institute?
1: Our whole goal is really to evangelize and, uh, the <laughs> propagandize, you know, yeah, to bring that word back, um, the process and approach of content marketing in large enterprises. You know, we mostly focus on big, bigger, bigger companies that are, you know, global in nature, multiple products, siloed in many ways. Um, Larger brands are tend to be our specialty and and our and our mission is really to evangelize the use of content marketing um, in as a process, as a as a strategy.
0: Now, when you work with the larger brands, do you do like bids or how does that work?
1: No, typically not. Um, we are, you know, most of the uh, most of the business that we that I, that, and that affects my part of the business, you know. So as you know, as as a as a media company, um, CMI, its business model is one uh, a, a big event, Content Marketing World, which we do every September in Cleveland, um, and that's probably five thousand people um and then we have the the blog and the, the 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 publication side which includes a print magazine and the and the blog itself and then there's the business i run which is consulting and advisory which is really the consulting and workshop part of that and and most of the business that we do through that is quite frankly coming in through um inbound through you know not to not to draw too much irony here but but through the content yeah so the, through the content we create we get interest from large companies who want to, you know, who need help, you know, who need help operationalizing this thing called content marketing and either want a workshop for their team or, or they want to, you know, actually have consulting help to do it.
0: So you'll like produce a bunch of content about the effectiveness of workshops or like how workshops work or like all this stuff around workshops. And then people will pick up on it and reach out to you and say, Hey, do a workshop
1: yeah it's broader than that i would say i mean so the 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 real the 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 real thrust of it is is you know if, so if you look at content marketing institute's blog you'll see it's basically everything around the best practices and tips and tricks and and all kinds of things around content marketing holistically right and so mm-hmm. um you know basically uh we are there to evangelize and and look at the effectiveness of how to develop content marketing strategies that actually work, you know basically everything from the most granular what kind of headlines and blog posts and articles and white papers and webinars should you be doing kind of you know content to how should you be structuring your teams and and approaches kind of thing and 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 through the consumption of that content, we get you know we get people at from all parts of the organization coming in and saying. Hey, this really resonated with me. How do we do this? How, you know, do you offer workshops or do you offer training or do you offer consulting to, you know, to help companies actually do what you're talking about here? And, 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 and that ends up then translating into either consulting or education projects.
0: Yeah. Well, I I like what you're doing because it's, it's an easy thing to believe in because it works. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's valuable and that's what companies need. They need stuff that works and that brings them value. So, and I'm all on your team with this one. Nice. I have a, a question for you about, um, so we have, uh, put together a world tour. It's 16 cities and we're doing the show live in theaters all over the world. And it's going to be like a Ted talk meets a drone show. Like you saw with the Olympics, meets uh south by southwest with a dj mixing the the sessions between the content it's like a one night event um somebody called it like a technology circus but i'm like ah, eh, no we probably won't call it that
1: <laughs> but have it's basically the, just um, this high energy have you seen the
0: pop-up nightmare. magazines have you seen
1: the, the the pop-up magazines that have been around some of the cities no oh, you should check that out man it, it's they're they're really cool um just google pop-up magazine they're, um, it's a group that does this, they're doing shows, uh, here in Los Angeles is, um, they started in San Francisco and they've been doing them here in Los Angeles. And then they've started to branch out into places like New York and Chicago. And it's mm-hmm. basically think like a, uh, this American life or those kinds of radio shows, but done in a live setting where you've got journalists and performers, musicians, and they do a 90 minute show that is kind of mix of uh, you know it's it's kind of mixing ted talks with you know multimedia with all kinds of they're they're really i went to one here in los angeles they were, it was really cool
0: oh that's awesome yeah
1: yeah so Pop i love i magazines. love this idea yeah so yeah i'm sorry i didn't and i didn't mean to interrupt go ahead with what you were saying
0: yeah so that's what we're doing we're doing the show live and just like the drones and everything are going to be super cool and we're having like have you seen the boston dynamics oh uh, yeah those are cool Dude, everyone's gonna come to it to see that thing. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Try to kick it over. Yeah. Slash <laughs> like Ripley's. When you walk in. There's gonna be things in the display case. It's gonna be awesome. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, what? First of all, what do you think of that? Well, it sounds like you think it's pretty sweet, right? I think
1: it's an awesome idea. I love. I mean, if I were gonna do an event, this that's yeah. exactly the kind of event I would want to do. That's exactly what you're describing.
0: Yeah. So then we'll probably need some help with some marketing stuff when we uh when we go there so maybe you'll help us out with that
1: (laughs) absolutely you let me know
0: (laughs) and then we'll we'll even like although i'll tell you what though that that uh little drones flying around and that boston dynamics dog those videos this this whole event's gonna go like crazy viral
1: oh yeah it'll be it'll be it'll be fantastic because you'll have all kinds of video and cool stuff to show and and you know, so even if the first one you get, you know, X number of people to show up, you know, the the second one and third one, once word starts to get out about all the cool stuff that you've got going on here, then we'll be we'll be crazy popular.
0: Yeah, and we have the the awesomeness of the fact that we have all these listeners from the show and then we have all these guests who are Residing in all these cities, so we have like instant connections to the local influencers. So we're going to go to the colleges and talk to their computer science departments. I'm going go to go do a bunch of press, you know, uh, leading up to the event. And the event will be sold out at every single one because we'll structure the tickets so that we pack the house no matter what. Yeah, right. <laughs> we're we're smart. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah so. So we're excited and uh, any help we're just kind of talking to everyone and say, hey man, if you know any any ideas or help or creativity because to pull off a 16 city uh, show we are going to need a lot of very bright talented people. Yes, you are yeah you are No doubt about that so we have we've been asking a large part of our audience is computer science engineers, right? kids of that nature, usually between 17, 25, that's probably 30, 40% of our audience. And a lot of them, they're either building robots or they're building a software for a startup and like very bootstrapped, you know, noodles in their dorm room type situation. And they all have very little money and they want to get the most exposure for the project that they're kind of working on. So a hypothetical situation I'm throwing at you, They have Mm -hmm. ten grand and let's say a mind-controlled drone. (laughs) It's a drone that they fly with their mind, right? What do they do? How do they spend that ten grand to kind of get the word out and and make this mind-controlled drone a business? Well, a lot of that depends
1: on where they are. In their development. Um, in other words, what's the goal here? The, is the goal to get f- more funding, or is the goal to start selling the actual product? And let's assume it's the latter. Let's assume that it's a, you know that they're that they actually have a product, a finished product, ready to go, and they're and they're looking for leads to actually sell this thing. Correct. Um, if I only had ten grand, um, and that is a very small budget, I think I would spend most of it on getting. Whoever my internal person was, my CTO probably, um, a writing opportunities and content opportunities in big um, big publications. Right, so it almost entirely a PR budget, if you will, but a PR budget not focused on publicizing the company, but rather publicizing our new idea here, which is mind controlled drones and having someone write about it. So getting an article into Harvard Business Review and to Fast Company and to Wired and to TechCrunch and, you know, all of those places and getting as much exposure as I could. Bringing them back into a really cool and awesome content oriented website, you know, which is, you know call it a blog, call it whatever, but, but, but really basically bringing them into the details of this awesome and teaching people, you know, why it's so great and how it's going to work and videos and all that stuff. So I would spend some money on building a, you know, just an awesome center of gravity call it again, call it a website or whatever, but most of the money I would spend on trying to get coverage out on the big consumer magazines that would pull in leads.
0: Nice. I love that strategy. I'm on board. (laughs)
1: yeah it's not going to go far 10 grand is not going to go far sadly these days it's you know it's uh it's um but uh but you know you look here it's money all it is is it's it's a it's a all money is is an effect on time right so the more money you have the shorter time period you can do stuff and so you everything i just said you could also do organically it's just going to take longer that is very true so the more money you have you can just do more of it in a shorter time period. And so, and you know, and like all your, your audience, I'm sure that run the math, there is a, you know, there is a declining, you know, there is a crossover point, um, at, at some point where more money doesn't actually shorten the time, but it, but uh, you know, until you reach that crossover point, basically the addition of more budget just shortens the time with which you can start generating more leads. And so the real trick for you as a startup as a as someone who's just launching a product into the marketplace is to balance how quickly you need stuff to happen which is based on how differentiated you think your technology really is versus How patient you can be in terms of getting you and your ideas out into the marketplace. And if you can be patient, you don't have to spend a lot of money. But if you need if your if your stuff is like there's a lot of fast followers or there's a lot of people who are in your space, then you need to spend the money to do things quickly
0: excellent advice
1: yeah like mind control drones if i had a mind control drone i'd be taking my time because i can't imagine there are many people who are who are who are going to be you know putting a product into the marketplace you know really quickly here i mean but maybe i'm wrong i you know look i don't know much about this space you'll tell me you'll tell me oh no there's like five guys that can do this tomorrow i'm like oh fantastic
0: yeah, I'm one of them.
1: No, <laughs> yeah, well, okay, there yeah. you go. All right, you know, so calling me only, corrected.
0: <laughs> that's only because they both the drone exists, programmable drones exist. Yeah, and the devices to read your mind to play video games exist. So of you course. just mix them. Like it's just a matter of sitting down for a weekend and mixing them.
1: Sure. Yeah. Getting all those Arduino's to work.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I just don't have a. I don't have a. I have no interest in a, in a mind-controlled drone company business like I don't that's not not I would build a villain (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh man Well, thank you so much Robert for bringing the value it was amazing hanging out and talking with you
1: absolutely my pleasure my friend
0: yeah and if people want to find out more about you or buy your book how do they go about that
1: uh you can just go to robertrose.net and stuff is there
0: stuff is there I love the alliteration by the way yeah thank you thank hi you. i'm R- rose robert rose <laughs> <laughs> yes oh man thank you so much for listening to the modern cto podcast share this get the word out thank you guys so much i couldn't do it without you i appreciate it you guys are the absolute best